From the sports field to the shearing shed, it's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Sophie, good morning. Brian, how are you? Oh, very, very well, thank you. Never a dull moment in politics. Where do we start? Let's start with uh, David Seymour on the truancy, on school truancy, uh, looking looking at tr- um, you know, tackling that by imposing fines. Yeah, so this was a story from the New Zealand Herald's political editor, Claire Trevette, uh, this week. Uh, Act leader David Seymour is the Associate Education Minister, and he's been given the responsibility for school attendance, which, of course, is a big issue. Both National and Act have put strong emphasis on tackling the truancy crisis during the election campaign. Uh, Seymour seems to be looking into moves to crack down on truancy by prosecuting and fining parents whose children are often absent from school. So he says he'll be proposing sanctions on parents through the use of fines, as well as releasing school attendance data weekly rather than only after each term. As it stands, parents can be fined if their child is repeatedly absent from school, but it happens very rarely and a prosecution is actually required before the fine can be imposed. So Seymour says the power to find parents is already there, but he believes it's not being used enough, having only actually been used once in about five years. Whereas he says in the UK, fines used more regularly to send a message that going to school is a clear obligation people have. So at the moment, the attendance figures for Term 4 last year haven't been released. They're due in April, but figures released in December last year showed that in Term 3 last year, only 46% of school pupils attended school more than 90% of the time, down from 63% in the third term of 2019 before COVID. So COVID, um, yeah, yeah, has clearly been a big factor in these poor results over the last couple of years, but Seymour says it's been actually dropping down since 2013, pointing to a bigger issue. Good luck to him getting money out of some of those parents, that's for sure. Um, Three Waters, of course, that's uh, that's being repealed now under urgency. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Labor's Three Waters reform will be officially gone by the end of next week with one of the two bills making up the reforms already repealed in the House this week. Uh, so local government minister Simeon Browns announced that the government intends to replace the legislation with its own alternative by mid next year. It intends to pass two pieces of legislation outlining how councils will retain responsibility and control of water assets through a type of council-controlled organisation. So Prime Minister Chris Luxon says he thinks they've found the middle way through between being hopelessly local and mindlessly central. But Labor has been attacking the government's new water policy on the basis that um, they say it's going to be unaffordable for ratepayers. So Labor's Kieran McAnulty, who headed Labor's affordable water reforms, says councils aren't going to be able to foot the bill to address its ageing water infrastructure and ratepayers are going to be hit harder in the back pocket as a result. So there's an estimated shortfall of $130 billion to $185 billion in water infrastructure investment over the next 30 years. And McAnulty argues that instead of helping councils deal with the cost of water infrastructure, the government's kicking it back on residents and homeowners and washing its hands of the problem. There's a lot of money gone down the drain there on that one, isn't there? (laughs) Yes. So um, the government's definitely criticised Labor's spending on the reforms so far at $1.2 
billion dollars oh. so far on Labor's water reforms. Yeah, scary money. All right. And Helen Clark and Don Brash uh, in the news a wee bit this week, both making strong comments against uh, AUKUS. Yeah, so some unlikely allies have teamed up here in opposition to New Zealand's interest in AUKUS Pillar 2. Uh, former Prime Minister Helen Clark and her rival in the 2005 election, Don Brash. So to back up a bit, AUKUS is the trilateral security pact between Australia, the UK and the US. Uh, while Australia will be receiving nuclear-powered submarines from the deal, the second pillar refers to sharing advanced military technologies. So New Zealand's confirmed its interest in AUKUS Pillar 2 earlier this month at a joint meeting of foreign and defence ministers in Melbourne, attended by Winston Peters and Judith Collins. Uh, Helen, Brash and, Helen Clark sorry, and Don Brash joined forces to pen an opinion piece in the New Zealand Herald this week, in which they described the deal in quite strong terms as a threat to New Zealand's trade relationship with China. So they write that New Zealand's interest in Pillar 2 appears to formally abandon any attempt to maintain an independent foreign policy and instead seems to, and I quote, throw in our lot with America's attempt to slow China's economic rise and keep it tightly hemmed in by American forces. So they're calling on Prime Minister Chris Luxon to reassert New Zealand's independent foreign policy and make it clear we want no part of an alliance designed to make an enemy of our largest trading partner. Good luck to them. Hey, Sophie, great to catch up, mate. Always plenty to talk about. We'll do it next week. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Sophie Trigger, Senior Political Reporter at uh, News Talk ZB. Yeah, so much uh, going on in the world of politics.